0: We
1: are back.
2: We are back. Alan, feels good to be back. Daniel, a while. it feels great. And it was about time.
1: It's about time. Well, Wait, anyway, two months or something? Over two months? I, it's been a while. Anything, Has anything happened in these past two months? No. Things are actually no. Literally nothing's happened.
2: Oh. Nothing in sports really. Everything but nothing has happened. Exactly. As you guys can tell, Daniel and I are not together. We are not in the same place. Following um, the rules of social distancing. We are more than six feet apart from each other. I am in Maryland.
1: And Alan is in Ohio. I'm in Ohio. Which I don't know how good you're Geography is, we're not judging, stay in school, um, but it's more than six feet.
2: Just a little. Yeah. Um, and overall, Daniel, how's, how's your lockdown COVID-19 <laughs> experience been? Uh, it's going okay.
1: I'm spending time with family. I uh, was playing a lot of Super Smash Bros. with my brother. Um, he's eight, um, so that's been a lot of fun. I beat him. <laughs> and i don't know just just kind of chilling doing online school which is annoying but i guess it kind of keeps things feeling more
2: normal which is you know half the battle i guess Think, I things, things for me were actually better when school started again yeah not, it, I was like, like, not,
1: it's it's something to do like I you wake up feeling like oh i have to do this and i have to do that instead of like
2: you know what the hell is going on? <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, and, and like for me, even though I'm not going to class, like I still have to do my homework, you know? Right. That's the kids. Yeah. My, I don't know. Normally, like I make jokes about like mom, dad, like I'm going to class, not going to class, but like now I'm home and they're probably going to watch this. Yeah. And so there's a lot of tension about me not going to class.
1: Right. So now, now, now like at the dinner table, it's like,
2: Alan, how was your day in school or, or not? Yeah. But I'm doing my work. Yeah. I'm trying to get all my P's, maybe a couple A's in. Yeah. Um, and we're chilling, we're chilling. But I, I want to um, talk about, the exciting things and and again first we always like to do this when there's tough things going on um thoughts and prayers with everyone affected by the coronavirus both um people that have either lost loved ones have been sick have dealt with some psychological um issues from this because this is tough times unprecedented times as we say in the uh, sakloff house and that's the most important thing. But we're here now trying to take everyone's mind off of it a little bit and try to talk about what's happening in sports in the world. So, Daniel. Yeah. Big news, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race, right? And I
1: have a few – I have a lot of thoughts on this. You know, for one thing, who's Bernie Sanders? Um, <laughs> no, i kidding. I know who Bernie Sanders is. Barely. Yeah. Hey, I know who Bernie Sanders is. Mom, Dad, I keep up with the world a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was surprising, but also not that surprising. And I think that ends
2: my 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 uh, my thoughts. What about you? Um, I have a lot to say about it. Um, this isn't a political podcast, though, so I don't know why you, I don't know why you brought it up, Dan. Uh, yeah, that's my bad. You always on that one. You always do this stuff. And yeah. so you guys know at home, uh, Daniel and I coordinated on purpose. We're both wearing red. Under Armour gear with the red Under Armour sign. That is true. Go can Terps. This, right? We can we kick off with this for me from yeah. to sports. Um, Sabrina Yunescu. Yes. A big decision coming up. Which shoe company is she gonna sign with? Under Armour or Nike? Nike, as we all know, is the um, Oregon sponsor. So she's been wearing Nike her whole collegiate career to this point. But she has a very close relationship with Stephen Curry of Under Armour. Daniel, we're starting off with the hot take early. How do you feel? Um, I think she goes Under Armour, changes direction. And I think this actually
1: becomes like a turning point for women's basketball where you finally have, there's been really amazing women's basketball players, but I think. Sabrina can kind of be the first base of women's basketball I agree where it takes it from you know really talented players to you know more of an iconic type players who can really like instead of player um young boy young girls and maybe even some boys can can be like i want to wear the Sabrina instead of saying oh I want to get step in girl sizes or or in like a, you know like there was that story a few years ago with Steph, like you know providing maybe that was like one year ago all right so i think you're going to see more and more top top women's players making their own shoes and that can kind of be not just, you know, a money maker for them but also a a, a
2: culturally culture altering move on their part, on her part right i i couldn't agree more and myself having a lot at stake with the WNBA this sees upcoming season and summer Um, For those that don't remember, I'm supposed to be going to um, Atlanta, working for the WNBA team there, the Atlanta Dream, which I'm hoping does happen. Um, And I think one exciting thing for me is I think the league is really focused on making the WNBA season happen because they were such a marketable star in Sabrina Ionescu. Um, Right. And I think that really helps my chances and the league's chances of getting some type of season in. Or maybe like having a little bit later in the year, maybe having some flexibility with that. For sure. Because the, the ironic thing is, is that the WNBA season goes on in the summer, right? NBA, right. NBA does not. That the WNBA can really push off the start of their season till even October. I know that they're not going to want the NBA and WNBA overlapping necessarily, but right. it it there's so much time that they can fit a season in. Also, it's a shorter season. For sure, it's thirty six games this
1: year. So yeah, so you'd be able to. Uh,
2: there's there's there is much more flexibility and leeway for the league. For sure. And Daniel, thank you for asking me. Um, yeah. My predictions for the top five picks in the WNBA draft. Brand. Um, I've been watching Little Film, Not Enough. Um, I'm going with Sabrina Ionescu, number one. Um, Sato Sabelli. Also from Oregon. Oregon. I keep
1: up. I keep up.
2: Okay. Number three, I think it should be Kennedy Carter. Um from Texas AM. Prolific scoring guard. And in my opinion, the um Kennedy just flashes, man. And I don't think you see that with many other players projected in the top ten. I think it will be Lauren Cox at three. Um Baylor. My, um Baylor.
1: Yeah,
2: I know. I got it. Um, but my inside sources, which I actually do have, um, not Atlanta Dream related. Don't worry, I would never do them like that. Um, but I might have those too. Um, number three, looking like Lauren Cox. Four, Kennedy Carter. And I'll go five, Megan Walker of UConn. UConn.
1: Um, so, wait, like, keep going. Just name players, and I'll see if I can know. The, I know the school. Um, and I'll do that for men's players. Kia Gillespie.
2: Oh wait, I think I do. Know. Is this? I forgot. Okay, fine. That doesn't count. then. Okay, sorry. Good call. Kayla uh, Charles. Okay, hey, Maryland. Great. Um, I know so many. Give me uh, Crystal Dangerfield. Oh, that's UConn. Yes. Um, I love her game, and I think she'll be really great. She's a shooter, right? No, she's the guard. She's a point guard. Point guard. Point guard. A yeah. little undersized, but really runs a great offensive system. Um, so... I literally spent so much time watching. And, um, give me eight more seconds. What are some good teams? Yeah. Game. No, they weren't good this year. Oh, no. Baylor has – Um, what was her name? I just watched her. She was dope. Whatever. Uh, my WNBA knowledge is getting there. It's not there yet, though. And that's okay. Right, Daniel? Yeah. Damon? It
1: is definitely okay. That is okay. That wasn't that didn't that used to be our uh, our slogan, but that's okay. It still is. Yeah, used to be like our every now it's stay in school, and that's okay if you don't. I guess. Hundred percent. You go back and forth.
2: Um, yeah. I I know. I know going listeners on? Listeners want to hear about um, the WNBA for the rest of the pod. Uh, yeah. But. We still like to keep things balanced. So I want to talk a little bit baseball. Let's do it. Um, you want to talk about the current proposal um, that's kind of leaking out about what the MLB is thinking of doing? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from what I've understood about it, it's kind of like a
1: biodome idea. Not actual dome, but, you know, just taking all of Major League Baseball and putting it in Arizona, essentially. They have the spring training facilities there. They have Chase Field, home of the Diamondbacks. Um, basically just creating like a closed baseball environment so you can have the season while also keeping as many people safe as possible. Um I think it was it was met with some optimism, but also a lot of uh a lot of criticism for, you know, player safety issues, also the just the how realistic it is and like whether we should be worried about that at all at this point, you know. But the reality is, like, sports are very important to the psyche of Americans. At the same time, you need to consider, like, how realistic really is
2: it, and is it safe for the players? For sure. And, and you you just touched on um, the importance of sports to psyche of citizens of our country, and I think a great example of that. I was originally, like, how's the NFL doing free agency now? That was so good for me, and I think the whole world of sports. like. Right. That gave us something to talk about. Like Tom Brady to the Buccaneers? Like that's big time. I Tom- have to talk about that. That's like the that's
1: the whole world like people talk about how like there's a there's a glitch in the simulation right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like, yeah, like like all, a lot of bad things have been happening, but then like Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers. Like that's not that's gonna be so weird to see if like, you know, hopefully that I still have some I still have faith that like football will be able to start on time. That's very far down the line. At this point, you know, maybe that's naive, but I'm gonna hold out hope until, until I can't, you know. For sure. At wow. this point, like I'm I'm just like seeing him and like wearing a buccaneer's like that's Jameis Winston. Like that's like that's not a Tom Brady jersey to wear.
2: 30. That's 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, not yeah, Tom Brady's thirty for thirty.
1: Yeah, I don't I it I don't totally get the move, like money, chance to prove yourself. Like without outside of Belichick, I guess. I don't know. It's very weird.
2: Um, what do you like better? Um, which which awful pun? Um what is it? Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay or Um Tampa Brady. I think those are the two ones. Okay.
1: I think Tampa Bay is worse, but in that way I think it's better. You know what I mean? yeah like it's so much it's so awful tampa i think i
2: the rest it's of the so bad yeah but in
1: that way it's better like tampa brady is like it sounds like it doesn't make it doesn't make me like want to throw up but it also because
2: of that it's not as good of a pun for sure and, and i think in my eyes it's quite it makes so much sense to me why i think brady and belichick are both excited about this um opportunity yeah they're competitors they want to challenge themselves it just doesn't
1: I get the motives. It just doesn't make – it doesn't compute in my brain. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Also, like It makes sense logically, but I'm still not – in my head, it doesn't compute, Does that
2: make sense. Belichick was a great coach before Brady came around. Yeah, with the Giants. People forget the Ant. The Browns. The Browns.
1: You know, almost the, didn't the Jets almost sign him? Yes. was
2: not that the whole thing? Yeah ourselves then. right that was crazy i think josh mcdaniels really really looks up to belichick like in mcdan in, in regards to indianapolis going and spurring them and all that like mcdaniels like thinks that this is a necessary step in his career right it doesn't work like that joshy boy
0: yeah
1: also you had the deandre hopkins trade which is very big It oh, just wow. it's just- for David Johnson, who I think will bounce be able to bounce back in a mm-hmm. offense that has you know a more established quarterback. No, nothing against Kyler Murray, just like you know, be able to take some attention off of him. You know, if he get if he can get healthy, that can be, you know, a potent combination. It's something that they they were kind of inconsistent in the run game.
2: David Johnson, though, Daniel, last year looked so slow. And- he was hurt.
1: I I, he, I think he still never got over it. If he if he's able to get in a situation that's more open for him and also be able to get healthier, you know, who knows. But at the same time, running backs have a shelf life. For sure. So I don't know. I I still don't think it was a good move. I think it could be
2: good for him at least. I don't know if it's necessarily good for the Texans. And then the Texans went out and got um Brandon Cooks. Cook. Yeah. Bill O'Brien's a fascinating GM coach. Yeah, I don't understand exactly
1: what the – I guess, like, they really felt like they needed help with the run game and, like, could – like, DeAndre Hopkins is a major upgrade over Brandon Cooks by almost any metric
2: or evaluation. So I don't really know. Um, what do you think about the, the Patriots possibly going into the seed, season with Stidham? Garrett Stidham. Stidham as yeah.
1: quarterback. I think if they do that, then they know something about him that we don't, and he's going to dominate. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, the, you have to trust the Patriots until they give you like a good amount of reason not to trust them, and they haven't done that in, like, 20 years. Right. So – or more. So, like, I trust their decision-making. They've been right about a lot of guys. You know, they were right about Garoppolo. Even though they, even though they traded him, like, they still loved him. Right and he was a guy who was picked pretty low. Not picked pretty, pretty well, but he was, like, evaluated pretty well and didn't go to a big school.
0: Was he a what? second?
1: Garoppolo? I think he was third. No, he was second.
2: Um, also, while you're looking that up, got to mention Brian Hoyer's the backup. I, I'm i excited to see Brian Hoyer. Get Brian Hoyer wins games for the Pats, maybe even eight and eight. Round two pick sixty two. So like the end the
1: tail end of round two.
2: Yeah, basically a third round pick. Right. What what are your what are your thoughts about the uh draft coming up? Do you have you been following it a little bit?
1: A little bit. You know, um following the mostly following the recruiting and transfer market for college basketball. Because okay, let well, we talk about
2: that a little bit.
1: We can talk about that, but first well, talk about the draft a little bit because my Giants are picking fourth. They got uh you know, I, I I think we should probably go defense or O line. Daniel, go I, Isaiah Simmons, maybe.
2: I think Isaiah Simmons is sick.
1: I really like Isaiah Simmons. Also, maybe um Okudo mm-hmm. from Ohio State. I think. Or both- we go with one of the two big linemen whose names escape me. Mm-hmm. I forget of names. Yeah. Robinson or something from Georgia. Andrew, no, no, Tom, Andrew Thomas. Thomas Thomas. Thomas from Georgia. Yeah, Yeah. So, I think that like because like those really are probably like you can argue that at the at that point, they'll they'll be the best players available. like they you can make an argument, and they all feel the needs for us. So, how do you feel about trading back in general? I don't That's- know. I think it's I think it's always a risk. like it, I think analytics say it's the best move because like the value of players, you know doesn't like go down that much from a certain pick. Unless like you know you have like a surefire thing, like I wouldn't trade back from Chase Young, and I don't think I trade back from Isaiah Simmons either. But like there is maybe merit if you if you're looking for a you know to get to really fill a need and you want to get like two linemen and they're good linemen in this draft, maybe you trade back and
2: get two. Right. If you it really depends how you evaluate players. But by, by the way, Browns have crushed it in free agency. Yeah, Jack, Jack Conklin. Austin Hooper, right, and Randy, Hooper. It got some good depth signings with Kevin Johnson, Adrian Claiborne, um, but those were the two big moves: Hooper and Conklin. And and the Browns are drafting a right tackle in the first round or a left tackle um, to have one of the best O lines in the NFL. Let's think: right. Conklin, um, Batonio, Shredder. We have a good right guard. You took our right guard. Yeah. Zeitler. Yeah. Um, and then a first rounder at right tackle. I'm trying to remember who our right guard was, but basically, as as and again, thank you for asking me, Daniel. I would. Have yeah, looked, no problem. Um, a, When you say that, it's like, oh, it's an obvious
1: question, and Daniel's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know where you're going. Like, I don't know the Browns' O line.
2: <laughs> um, but. I, I would want the Browns to actually trade back a little. Get Daniel, why did we let Schobert and Kirksey go? They're actually good. I don't know. Does the idea of a Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, um, as their two Browns defensive ends, strike fear into you?
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, Garrett's queer, right? Mm-hmm. I think he is, right? I think he is. I think he got cleared. So, yeah, that would be very scary. I mean, like, just to have those kinds of athletes on the edges. And Crowny's kind of turned the corner and become more of a consistent pass rusher. I remember coming out of college, I thought he was going to wreck the league.
2: Unintended or not intended? Turned the corner. (laughs) Not intended, but nice. Thank you. That or Tampa Bay?
1: Mine was better, unintentionally. Okay. Tampa Bay was a better pun, though, because, like, it was you know, worse, but better. Worse is
2: better. Also, um, who is this COVID 19 outbreak better for from a PR perspective? Miles Garrett or the Houston Astros? Um, hmm. The Astros. Because you think thinking about, like, I was thinking about this
1: because the Astros are where they were, like, getting nailed right before this kind of started. The season, like, spring training was a big deal. Like, they were keeping track of every guy who got hit on the Astros. It was the ESPN ticker. And then all of a sudden, no one cared anymore because, you know, pandemic. Right. Which makes sense. But for the Astros, like, obviously it's not good, but it does give them a little bit of a break from being called cheaters all the time. It'll come back whenever baseball comes back.
2: But at the same time, the, yes, I agree. But like people agree. will talk about it. I don't think they're gonna get
1: get hit because everyone's just gonna be so happy to be playing again.
2: And also, at the same time, though, there's not gonna be forty thousand fans booing them. Baseball games yeah. played in empty stadiums. We've seen it before, right? What have we
1: seen? It was Baltimore, the Baltimore riots, right? That was against the Orioles, White Sox.
2: And the Indians in the seventies, I think it was like two hundred people at the game.
1: Right. So th- th- that was zero, though. Yes. they Like that was that was wild. There was only one game, so. We'll okay. have to see. I mean, it's very, it's very strange. It's all very strange.
2: Last something very important. So that when we were talking about baseball, right, Um, and the Arizona idea, did you see the idea about? The 15 teams going to Arizona, then the other 15 going to Florida.
1: Kind of like spring training. I didn't see the
2: I didn't see the Florida part. Okay, so that's the current proposal, which I think is kind of brilliant. This is really cool. They would realign. They would get rid of the AL and NL for a year. Mm-hmm. Line divisions. Um, the Indians division would be Indians, White Sox, Dodgers, Angels, because those okay. Those are the nearest teams to them in Arizona. Okay, and then the winner of the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League plays in the World Series.
1: I mean, I hear the structure makes sense. It just this this the games. It's just kind of hard to like. You kind of just see where things go because how do you have players like? Either you have players like screened when they come in, and then like they're just considered like part of the same family, but like. There's a lot of like risk involved of like a spread of some sort, you know.
0: For sure, you can't
1: you can't social distance from the catcher if you're hitting.
2: You can get really creative.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, at some point, it stops being baseball and like the whole like. You know, I want to see baseball a lot. It's just at some point, like, it becomes like a potentially a, a risk to the players, and that's not. That's something that—that's not what we want. Obviously, it is kind of confusing, like no one really knows what's going on, so
0: it's I, hard to like. Hello. Oh, we I, have
1: a visitor.
2: Hi, Rachel. I'm a podcaster.
1: This is going on. I'm, we're not editing this out. This is it.
2: You never edit. That is all. We don't
1: thing. do any editing ever.
2: We are raw.
1: This is the time of the pottery of throwing like crazy auto tune.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we <laughs> never edit. Never it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. That that sounds hard to do.
2: What about LeBron's legacy?
1: Oh, you mean like say, you mean if the NBA doesn't can't play this year? Yes. And like this could have been his last chance at a title.
2: Wow, next year.
1: No, I'm saying like, say, like are you saying like if that? I like
2: every year's precious for LeBron, right? And he's the number one Yeah, of course. And sixteen games left. And um, yeah. What do you think will happen? Let's crystal ball, Daniel. And don't the f- fit, don't preface. I don't know. Da, 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 da. Hot take. I
1: think they end up starting up with the regular season in July. Finish the season. Then playoffs, August, September, finish mid-September, draft late September, off-season, so it's like summer league if you want to have it or whatever, or fall week. October, November, start the season Christmas Day 2020.
2: That yeah, for good.
1: Either they can keep it that, but also the next year, they can just start the season a little later, end in like July, or end in like August, and you can still start, you know, end of October. It wouldn't be crazy.
2: You know the NBA wants to start December twenty-fifth normally. Like like Right, but
1: then but then but then you kinda go this then the season kinda goes really really long into the summer and like players wanna I don't think players would go for that necessarily because you know players wanna do things like with their families and their kids. Are you looking at your own?
2: Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? Oh yeah, it's crazy. Normally, when we podcast, I don't see myself.
1: Right. I think what we should do is we should just have like five minutes on just like what is video chat.
2: <laughs> and also, we gotta mess around with the backgrounds next time. We're better than oh, we gotta do the way I have one ready. I'm scared to see what I have.
0: Wait, how do you do it again? Wait. Oh, I know. What I do. I got it. Boom. Go
1: Terps! Go
2: turps. Let's do change it? You have to
1: you have to either there's like one set one and like you have to use a, get a picture like saved on
2: your computer. I'll figure out another time. You look great though.
1: Thanks, you know, go Terps. This is um this is where I was sitting. I I think I took I took this picture um at the Maryland Michigan State game. It was who oh, uh, years ago? This year. Uh huh. So it was like the game that was college game day and I had to go late. An hour early, but still late for college game day. So, these were – if you see where I am, these were the only seats left like that. This is a student section, but it's way up. But but we lost. Because Cassius – yeah, Cassius Winston had a crazy game. I thought uh, Michigan State looked so much better than us. They were so much better than us. At that point – I thought – And then we turned it around for the Michigan game. We looked we, we, we kind of went out with before the Michigan game we kind of looked really bad. Then Cowan put us on his back. Big word I don't know what I did there. Like Alan, okay. shouts to Ant, mm-hmm. our guy, friend of the prod, former former guest. If you haven't listened to that episode, listen to that episode is from like before his junior season. Before our soft in the early in our sophomore year, if you're keeping track of our oh, academic awesome. career in the same sense.
2: What you should to wait on time what are you on track to graduate on time? me yeah, I think so yeah, sweet sweet what's what's going on with your internship? Is it still I haven't heard anything
1: yet. um I hope it's still on.
2: I mean, I, I kind of have to
1: i'm I'm open to pretty much I'm like I wouldn't be surprised with anything at this point. like I wouldn't be surprised if it just didn't happen or I
2: don't know. You gotta kinda kinda be flexible in these times. Have you been watching on um, Davey Day Trader at all? What? Davey Day Trader? What's that? So no. Dave Portnoy. Dave I'm
1: familiar Trader. with Dave Portnoy. He's been day trading? Yes. Oh jeez. <laughs> he's only
2: lost like half a million dollars.
1: That's not bad. I mean he's worth a lot now, so.
2: Um is he? I think he is, right? He- I'm about to wreck you on your own podcast. Go ahead. Why does he work a lot?
1: Isn't he the CEO? No, I'm sorry. The president of Barstool, which was acquired
2: for a lot of money. And doesn't deliver. he own by Penn? How much did, how did Penn compensate him? Was it in stock? What I saw, a far majority in stock.
1: How much? Oh, that,
2: means, that means that he doesn't have actually that much money. The Stock is down 60%. It was down as much as if I recall. I know it
1: went from like 30 to 4. Since, seven, six, five,
2: since you gave your advice 29, one sec, new minus old, 35, 6, 29.
1: It went 37, ta, 38, 17 to it was
2: down about four or five. Do you want to hear the craziest thing about finance, Daniel? What? If a stock goes from six to eighteen, what percent has it gone up?
1: Gone up two hundred percent.
2: How much has it gone down if it went from eighteen to six?
1: Went down
0: sixty-six percent. No.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, what were the numbers? I forgot.
1: Six to 18 would be 200%. Yes. Plus 12. 18 to 6 would be 66% decrease because you're going, you're losing 12 out of 18. Which is. You're right. Two-thirds. Isn't that crazy
2: though? It's pretty wild. Do you see what that's I
1: why they, That's why they say if you take losses, it takes a lot more
2: to get them back. 100%. It's crazy. Um, also, if anyone is looking for financial advice, I kind of want to say, reach out to me, but at the same time, I really don't. Alan, want to. not me. Alan. I'm really, my issue is that sometimes I think I'm smarter than the market.
0: I mean, I think a lot of people think that probably.
1: Right. But. You have to just go, you know, I have this look at. We're really all over the map right now. I love it. Usually it's pretty easy to stick to sports. We can't though. We talked about Bernie Sanders and gave our hot takes on that. Now we're doing financial advice. Last time we did financial advice, we talked about pen viewers.
2: Oh what? Nice. I think we're gonna edit a little bit. What do we have to edit? Oh wait, did that come up on the screen? Oh, I ain't share screen. If no. I have a um update come up on my screen that I don't want to share with the public, um did that come up in the recording? I didn't see it. I don't know. Excellent. Hey, I doubt it. All good. Pods
1: family, you know? Yeah. Have you seen those things where, like, professors are, like, sharing their screen and, like, bad things are on the top? Have you seen those? Zoom bombing? No, not Zoom bombing. Like, professors have, like, tabs open that are, like, not good to be open while they're sharing their screen for a
2: class. ESPN.com? What? Like, ESPN.com? CBS Sports, but...
1: Mm
2: -hmm. John (laughs) Feinstein?
1: John Feinstein? Is that what you said? John Feinstein? Legendary author. Did you read his stuff when you were younger? Like the sports. Oh, you got. Those are like my. Those are my jam when I was younger. A book for you that I think you'd love.
0: Yeah. What is it?
1: Let me see. Oh, I almost bought that.
2: Is it really good? It's like Adrian Branch stuff. So for me, I kind of like it. I have no real connection to... Right. But I feel like you love it. Right. They're actually coming out with a... KD
1: is making a documentary about, like, D.C., like, PG County basketball. Like, um, WCAC. Like, Damatha, Gonzaga, St. John's. What?
2: He asked you to star in it.
1: Yeah. My 419 varsity basketball team. Let's go.
2: Can you tell Anthony about
1: your famous story? Which one do we, t- that I played against him in eighth grade? Yes. No, we didn't tell him on the, he has to come on so we can talk about it and reminisce about, I think we about would... the good times at Georgetown Prep basketball camp. Can you tell the Sock and Pot family? Sure. Um, so when I was younger, I used to go to this camp called Georgetown Prep basketball camp. It was on the campus of Georgetown Prep, which is a beautiful campus. It's like basically a college. Um, and so one week, the, um, the guy who the the coach who ran it was the coach of the team, so he invited like at that time. There's a famous AAU program called DC Assault. It's no longer AAU program for various reasons, um, but at the time, Anthony Cowan was on the team. In addition to a, um, so obviously we know Anthony Cowan, star point guard from Maryland, but also on that team was um, Aiko Adams, who played at Rice for four years. All time leading scorer at Rice. All time leading three point three-point um, shooter at race. Um, That's a guy named Reggie Gardner, who bounced around a few programs, I think. Of course. Um, so those guys came to camp and just... Um, well, let's just say I was in the same league as them, I and, mean, like, literally, in the literal sense of, like... You were as good as them. I was as the same age as them. But in, in you know, in the age sense... But not in the talent sense, but I, I still, my, my team didn't really, I had like six players, so I started. And on my team, we had, um, we had Aiko on our team. And my current roommate, Josh, on his team, Anthony was on his team. And we faced in the championship game. And my team won. Hey. I had three points. Hey, how Aiko much? One one three. Wait, like, like a minute left. Put the ice, ice in. Actually? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Aunt remembers it. I don't think so. That was like my most meaningful basketball game of my life. Well, (laughs) outside of you know, in terms of the talent of the players there. You had a big high school. I think he probably remembers like you know hitting the game winner against Illinois and like playing against Michigan on senior night and playing in the tournament more than he remembers in eighth grade. Yeah, but even then he could really play. Yeah, he was better than me by
0: by a lot. Yeah, it's a little.
1: Um, so, you know, now he wants to get into the podcast game. So let's see if he can. He has to come into my space now.
2: <laughs> now you're on my
1: territory. He's definitely so much better than me at this also. <laughs> you're, don't give
2: yourself credit. Like, have you, has Anthony taught um, um, podcast class to other people? He
1: probably could. it would probably be more interesting. Right. No, don't do that. Yes. I'm just being honest about it, Alan. I have to. But that, that was a fun experience. And then I ca- kind of since then, I tracked him. Like I tracked his, not in a stalker way, like tracked his career, like where like I would like see how he was doing. Oh, yeah. So when he played,
2: in creepy way. It's not like he went to the same exact college as him or anything.
1: Well, no, once he got to Maryland, obviously. But, you know, even before then, I was like just seeing how he was doing in high school because he played for, you know, St. John's, which is a, a local
2: powerhouse. Okay. This, this, I'm telling this story because I think a couple of our um, um, favorite fans will appreciate this. Is this embarrassing for me? or? No, no, you're good. Okay, sounds good. Um, you know Reese Mona? He's a player in the Maryland Back. Of course. Of course, yeah. Popped up I also on went the- to St. John's.
0: Is that what you just said? No. Pop- no he went to St.
2: John's popped up on my LinkedIn suggestions.
1: Really? I
2: connected with him. Wait, so he answered yes? He accepted. Let's go! Then it asked me, are you a teammate of Reese Smoke? <laughs> and he said, yes. Close. That's where I started. But then I read down the options. Okay. Yeah. And there's another options. Does Reese Mona work under you? No. He report to you. So I checked that. Took a picture. <laughs> Sent to my friends. Um, the I did not have the strength to submit the. Submit. Oh God! I was really close. You know much more about LinkedIn than me.
1: Would would he be able to see that that you put that down,
2: or uh, would just be like? Yeah, if I made it public, 100%. Who's yeah. Favorite LinkedIn connection.
1: Oh, let me see. I don't know. Is, is this, this might be like, uh, I don't know if I can like get in. I don't know if I remember, like, I use LinkedIn on my phone more. So I don't know if I oh, no, I have it here. Let's see. This is, this is, um.
0: oh, God, wait one
1: second. Oh, I accept that? This is a uh, podcasting and it's fine. It's just going through our own social medias. What kind of bitch? It's, it's, it's like the time where we went through um every single team in baseball team and said our our Scott Batsennik pit player, you know what I mean? Remember Chip that? Washburn. Oh, that's so good. I I have I gotta I gotta figure I gotta top that. Pat Burrell, please. Pat Burrell? Burrell, right? Okay. Sorry, Daniel. Wait, uh. I, I'm getting onto it. Was I was like, I'm getting so many connections. Uh-oh.
0: Okay, I don't want to. Okay,
1: let's see who I'm connected with. For all you listeners and viewers out here, this is just me and Alan chilling. If you guys, like, you know, getting yeah, you guys a little inside look. A little a little bit of
0: a
2: problem with our recording what happened so we have it it's just saving under the kobe bryant tribute okay that's fine so we're able to get it out of there but yeah i think it stopped recording so should i start a new or we can just upload that, pie, James, that we can,
1: pie yeah it's signed we have it right this is all gonna stay on by the way because you know what to weird time. We're just going to roll with it. We're oh, going to be straight up. Great content, dude. This is great. You can see the inner workings of a podcast and just know that, like, we're essentially winging it. <laughs> we never wing it. We never wing it. Daniel. That's true. Wait, okay. I'm going to get my connection. Oh, I see teammates. Okay, I see. Okay, let's see. Who my number one. i kind to name someone, like, who's, like... Oh, we have Adoram, obviously.
2: My story was um, geared to towards Adoram and Avi, by the way.
1: You got, you got him. He's a member of the Hebrew hecklers. Yeah. We'll hopefully, talk talk about more on a, on a different, different podcast.
2: By the way, it's devastating that we can't go to more games. No. Well, yeah, that was that was hard.
1: We can bring it up now. The the Hebrew hecklers. Um, for for our listeners who don't know, Alan and I are Jewish, and so we and a, a lot of our friends like to go to Maryland baseball games. We shouldn't have said that. Should I not have said that, Alan? Oh shoot! Oh my God! Shut it down! Shut, shut it down! I'm actually very proud of my heritage. Me too. Um, so we used to go to games, um, and we basically not heckle the other team, just more enthusiastically cheer than anyone else. And some people heckled. Certain people heckled, but again in a nice and friendly way. So the player, we we found out that the players on the Maryland baseball team took to calling us the Hebrew hecklers. So we've adopted that as the coolest thing ever. Should we sue?
0: What? What would we sue about?
1: I don't know. Sue? I don't even know if I have like a celebrity in here. I have a celebrity
2: connection. I've, I've way too many Daniel. To Let's That's play. That's like a flex. Let's play a game, okay? That sounds good. Let's do it. Over this break, you know the game's two truths and a lie. Yeah. Over this break, front office personnel's of which teams did I talk to? If that makes okay. sense.
1: So you're gonna name two truths, one lie.
2: Yes. Um, All right. Let's do it. Browns, Wizards, Spurs. Okay, I know you talked to the Wizards for a fact, so sorry, that that's definitely true.
1: Um, hmm. I think the Browns is the lie because you would have told me about that, but also you may have. Um, I think I think it's
2: the Browns is the lie. That's my that's my pick. Um, all three are truths. <laughs> Sorry. I just kind not of, That's not fair.
1: That's not fair. My top connection on LinkedIn is Alan Sokolov. Yeah, dude. Analytics, operations analytics intern with the Atlanta Dream. That's pretty sick. Hey, set. who is that kid? Is he cool? I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. I'm connected you? with Tamir, Tamir Goodman. You oh, know Tim Goodman? Yeah. Evelander. Jewish. Yeah. Jordan. The Jewish Jordan. Do you see the thing that he had on, um, it was uh, on the Players' Tribune, the video? It's actually pretty cool. I'll send it to you. Um, Oh, we have to to preview something. There there is sports tonight. Correct. The horse challenge. I think we can do that and with a little hot take.
2: Allie Quigley. You're connected with Allie Quigley? No, but she's in the horse competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, you should have led with that. All right,
1: so here's the bracket. We're going to do pick by pick. Oh, you can do a, you can do a pick on online. You can do like a, it's like a competition. Oh no, there are odds here.
0: Wait. Wow. I
2: okay. that, I really liked what I saw with Taya Cooper, in um, my limited scouting of her. Ruthie Hubbard, I think she's rock solid, but at the end of the day. I don't see the flashiness that I want in a first-round pick. I've not scouted Bella Alari yet. Um, or- Wait, are you
1: are you finding your um? Now uh, you're doing your W your WNBA prospects now. Of course, Daniel. So now I need to name the colleges. Oh, okay. that's the whole game. Key Gillespie. You did
0: Key Gillespie, right? but now you know it. I'm gonna say South Carolina.
2: Very close. North Carolina the person, the woman before her is South Carolina. That doesn't really help. (laughs) I don't know. Wait, so sorry, you were previewing. All
1: right, so let's do our picks for um, the bracket for the horse competition as it is our first live sports in a long time. Can you... Um, so here, here's the first matchup. I'll read them out to you. So the first matchup is Trey Young against Chauncey Billups.
2: Trey Young. I think Trey Young too.
1: Mike Conley versus Tamika Catchings.
2: Uh, Tamika Catchings, Hall of Famer.
1: I agree. Um, Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. I also think Paul Pierce.
2: Unless um, Levine. Can't dunk.
1: Dunks are not allowed. Excellent. So I think Paul Pierce. Actually, no, I think Levine. I think it will be him, an actually.
2: And Chris Paul versus
1: Allie Quigley.
2: Allie Quigley has a awful first-round matchup. Because my guess is Chris Paul is... I think Chris Paul. Like Chris, what? Chris Paul is a very, very good shooter. But good has, Paul, she's going the whole way. The, right. win, the winner of that match will win the, the tournament. I mean, because you also have to think about like the creativity
1: that goes into this. 'Cause I like, it, it really is essentially a crapshoot because <laughs> I think Trey Young, I think I think Trey should be the favorite just because of the creativity that he has. Paul like, was made to play horse, I'm sorry. Who?
2: Chris Paul. He was or wasn't?
1: Was. I think that too, but I think Trey Young is was engineered in a lab to play horse.
2: One up that. I love that. Daniel, do you think like FanDuel has games for it? I think I don't know. I was gonna check like um, the streak on ESPN to see if they had it.
1: Then I forgot. So that, yeah, that's kind of how things are. I'm like I was gonna do that and then I didn't, and then that's it. That's kind of how I've been. <laughs> um, Not with work. Not with
2: work. Daniel. So, like, so yeah. Daniel. Yes, Alan? I'm getting kind of hungry. Yeah. Um. So do you want to wrap it up? See, so maybe do a hot take. Let's do a hot take. I don't even have a hot take. I'll just see what what comes to mind. Hot take. Next time we come to you guys, we'll have a really cool guest. Ooh. I I am very hopeful that that hot take
1: comes true. We're working on a lot of different things right now. You know, provide some content in this time where there's not that much sports content. Uh, And hopefully, you know, we'll be able to fulfill that. I think I have a hot take. Um, On this Friday, As most of you know, I'm a big college basketball guy. This Friday, Jalen Green is making his decision. Right. Jalen Green is the number three 24 7 player, number one on ESPN. Um, He's projected to go to Auburn. If he goes to Auburn, Auburn got another player today. Um, Auburn could be really special next year. My hot take is that Jalen Green actually goes. Let me see what he's.
0: Actually goes to hmm actually goes to Oregon why not but I think we'll probably go to Auburn Daniel quick. Yeah. if Maryland
2: if you took the men's and the women's team of college three yeah. men from the court two women at a time who would win that tournament? Ooh. Okay, so... Okay, so let's just name some teams
1: right now. So, Maryland and Oregon are the two teams...
2: The Oregon men's good? Yeah. Are they top 10? I don't know.
1: They're a top 15. They okay. have Peyton Pritchard. So, they'd, they'd have the best guards because they'd have UNESCO and Pritchard, both first-team All-American guards. Um I think it really depends cuz there are certain guys who or, or girls who can really
0: like overpower a game. So like
1: even though like I don't know how good the Dayton women's team is, like I don't know how anyone's going to stop Obi Toppin, but I I would have to go with Maryland or Oregon for the balance that
2: they would have. I think I'm going Maryland. I'll tell you why. I think yeah. Or Mike Sal's ability to stretch the floor would be huge. The men's team doesn't yeah. have a knockdown shooter like that. Maybe I mean
1: I think Callen could shoot it like that. I mean, who would be the three? Let's let's, let's say Maryland, Oregon is the championship. Okay. I love so this is what you have to do: is theoretical simulations and whatever. Yeah. So, I think you have Ant, um, you have Jalen Smith, and you'd have. Who'd be the other guy? You'd have, would you have Wiggins or would you have like Morcel? Morcel, so. Morcel. So. As a defensive stopper, and for Oregon, you'd have, and then and then for the women's from women from Maryland would be you'd probably have Kyla Charles.
2: You wouldn't. Maybe Blair Watson.
1: Really, I think I would might have Charles just for. I would probably have Charles and Mike Sell. So. Okay. But you're obviously more in tune. so.
2: Yeah, but also I like overthinking things.
1: I, I think right now I think you uh, need...
2: Could be a first-round pick, early second-round pick. Blair right. like, might not be drafted. Uh, so
1: we're, we're, we're talking about the college game also. We're not necessarily talking about...
2: Right, but I think our, if our I, Blair Watson has the ability to switch onto um, the men Defensively, and I think that's huge. Right. She's six eight.
1: Right, isn't Kyle like six one? No. She's not? She might be. Okay. I had a class with her.
2: Did you interact with her at all? She's six one.
1: Yeah, there it is. Um, not really. Not really. I did talk with um Shakira Austin.
2: Transferring.
1: I know. She's a very nice person. So, no district, no, no, uh, well wishes to her, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was a fun class. It was called Hoop Dreams. Hey, and we watched the movie Hoop Dreams. It was a good, it was a good class. Hey. Stay in school, kids. Saying, Oregon, let's just break this down. This is going to be riveting content for everyone. Just, actually, I, I mean, we find it interesting. So, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> I like the dy- dynamic, Daniel.
1: Yeah, it's all about that. Um, Alright, so then they'd have, so Oregon would have Peyton Pritchard. Um, they would have, who would they have? They would have Chris Duarte. Of course. Yeah. And they would have, they would have like Infale Dante.
2: Right, right. That's yeah, the exactly
1: same I was thinking. I know. That's, you almost, you took the words out of my mouth. And then for the women, they'd have UNESCO and they'd have some, Sabato,
2: right? Sabato? Is do wow. you pronounce it? It's Bali, yeah. What about Boyle or Doyle? Boyle, Boyle. I, mean, I think you have to have the first two picks there, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably can't. Don't overthink it, Alan.
1: I mean, if you have the two, best two players in women's college basketball, you, you play them in this game. I think I would give Oregon the edge just because I think it'd be it'd be a close game. I think UNESCO gives them an element that we don't have,
2: Daniel UNESCO nasty people don't understand the efficiency right it's just she
1: 2000 made, 1000 1000 it's just ridiculous
2: you make a lot of shots
1: yeah and you got to make shots that's, that's how you win basketball games
2: she doesn't flash all the time she is not the fly, but her she is so good
1: that's what it's about you got to if you do things that impact winning that's how you become a great player Tim Duncan Paul, was never flashy; just dominated. Paul, I wouldn't. Chris
2: Paul's for his position isn't flashy.
1: Chris Paul was flashy back in the day. Fine. He's kind of like he's gone from like Chris Paul has gone from an I artist to Duncan. a scientist. He's gone from an artist to a scientist. I love that. Come so,
2: By the way, can Kevin Durant come back if the season's ooh, off long enough?
1: I think he maybe could. I mean, say say we say the playoffs are in August now. Why not? How cool would that be? That'd be really cool. I I just think it'd be. I got chills like last week thinking about like that first moment where everyone's tuned in.
2: I got chills thinking about how cold it was in Cleveland. It's cold still. Yeah, dude. We're getting, we're getting some warm days. That's why you're wearing the long sleeve shirt. Makes sense.
1: Well, it's lights. It's 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 an You got me. It's uh, you know, it's 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 an athletic material. It's. This is the real last year Maryland tournament warm-up. Whose is it? Bought, bought fresh just for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
1: So I don't know. I, it's it's a weird time, but you know, it's,
2: it's nice to be able to talk about hypothetical matchups. Also, just wanted to add um happy Passover, happy Easter, happy holidays. Yeah.
1: Happy holidays to
2: everyone out there. All of our
1: all of our listeners, all of now our viewers. And uh, yeah, we usually say enjoy sports. So at this point, enjoy horse, horse enjoy Just replays horse. of sports, enjoy simulations of baseball. I guess um, Dr. Fauci you can enjoy him. Dr. Fauci, he played point guard back in the day.
2: Dude, he's. I feel like he was better.
1: I don't think his team was that good, but like, there's a thing that came out that like he had. They they they, they did have like one big upset. Did you
2: watch? Um... Do you watch the Cuomo brothers ever?
1: I've seen parts of it. I've seen like, I've seen so many like different news conferences. Like I'm trying to like stop myself just cause like it's yeah. driving me insane.
2: You know, gov- the governor of New York, Cuomo. Yeah.
1: Cuomo. Yeah. yeah of course. And his brothers, uh, his brothers yeah. on CNN.
2: Yeah. Chris. What's yeah. wrong with me that I know Chris Cuomo's name, not Andrew? Andrew. Yeah, it's Andrew. Andrew is the governor. Yeah. Chris, more importantly, Um literally like, I really just enjoyed the show because of the dynamic. Well, Mom right. said you haven't been calling. Why haven't you been calling her? Oh, so you can take 20 minutes to come onto CNN, but Mom just wants to hear your voice. Hey, <laughs> I, Pops I didn't see that part. Did. I have to check that out. Pops did not teach us like that. Oh, God. Okay, I think we all know who Mom's favorite is, and it's not either of us. <laughs> That's good stuff. I, I mean,
1: bad situation, but good stuff. Um, before we go, everyone's kind of looking for shows to watch. Any any show recommendations for anyone?
2: Um, the platform is very scary. Okay, is that a show or a movie or what? On Netflix. Um, I loved it. It is very dystopian and intense. I really like dystopian and intense because I think a lot of times it sheds light on... Um, it sheds light on short-term society and world. Um, yeah, and, and like, right now it's a nice escape from the world, which feels, you know. Uh, Low-key, utopian is dystopian. Yeah, no, of course. Have you, have you read The Giver? One of my favorite books. That's, that's a perfect example. Now movies. Yeah, the movie actually pretty good. I didn't see the second one. It looked pretty good. I'm an hour and a half to look at it, but like,
1: <laughs> how about you? Okay, so I I took this time to binge watch all of Parks and Rec, which I've never I didn't watch before. It's incredible. You have to get into it. Like it's kind of like The Office in a lot of ways, where it's. Have you seen The Office? Not through and through. I'm currently watching though. Okay, fine. So like you know, how it takes a little bit to get into The Office. So it's the same thing where you have the first season, which is six episodes. And then the second season, it really hits its stride. And then from there, I just watched it straight through the seventh season. So, in like
2: three weeks. Silicon Valley is great.
1: Okay. Oh, I watch Silicon
2: Valley. It's a great show. Okay. What else?
1: Yeah, I think that's also like – really- I watched part of – have you seen Tiger King? Have you seen that? Everyone's talking about that. I've, I've only seen like the first episode, and it's like Okay. Did you see when
2: Trump was asked about Tiger King?
1: Yeah, I think, like, I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to watch, end up watching all of it at some point. I just, it's not, sometimes, like, when I see a documentary, I'm like, or, like, a docu-series, I'm like, I get hooked.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I know, do we're like documentaries. What? I love documentaries. Me too.
1: Like, when it, like, gets into, like, the, like, entertaining and, like, fascinating at the same time, like, it's, like, it's a different type of feeling. For sure. I never, I haven't gotten there with Tiger King yet. It's more like, I'm like, Incredulous at everyone, how crazy everyone is, which is good, I
2: guess, for the show. I think about Tiger King. I watched a little of it. Some guy said he lost both his legs in a motorcycle accident.
1: Yeah. You think it was a tiger attack? An- another person in the show lost her arm in a tiger attack. And like they show it, that they was show a
2: motorcycle a cycle accident,
1: though. You think that was, they, sh- they, sh- they have like news stories of it, though. Like they have, like they've, they filmed it pretty much, so. I believe it. it crazy stuff.
2: Daniel, am I confusing to people when I drop lines like fake news and then talk about how much I enjoy the Chris Cuomo show?
1: It's, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, all the signals are off and just whatever. It's, it's crazy times, man. Crazy times. And you know, uh, we're talking about politics and business and
2: not uh, a little bit of sports. Um, I would avoid. So quick investment advice. Okay really balanced, sheet-driven. If they don't have good cash-to-debt, current ratio, quick ratio, all of that yumminess, I'm not touching it. Got to get earnings as well. We know things. Stay in school. I do not have insider information. SEC. They
1: can see They can see you now. So this is bad. What you just did was bad.
2: Say it again. I had a twitch. Say it again. Did you seriously think that I was implying something?
1: No, not at all. The audio of this will show that nothing was implied. <laughs> all
2: right. Good stuff, Daniel. We'll Good talk soon, man. All right.
1: See Bam. you, everyone. Stay safe.
2: GGs.